Hey family, thank you for following and trusting the path that led you here. This is Flow Space, Conscious Conversations with J&D. I'm Jerrica. And I'm Deandra. Our discussions will be led by intuition and spirit as we continue to evolve and learn about what it means to live an earthly human experience. The weirdness can be even more weird because of the timing of the concept of the oneness and a reflection and seeing the reflection in the physical beyond the energetics and what we speak about Mm -hmm. like actually seeing somebody dressed the same exact way that I'm dressed and we didn't speak about it yeah it's spooky yeah it is spooky and is the reasoning for the representation in the physical to just further highlight the understanding that we have about the oneness I think it allows a deepening of perspective on it beyond the unseen energy and like the unseen concept of oneness. It's in the physical, which I think is easier for the human to grasp and conceptualize. Yeah, to ground it and bring it into the 3D world. Mm -hmm. That's really weird, you know? Yeah. I don't know what, like... I'm still digesting it. I can't look at you for too long. I have to like look away every now and then because it's really significant. And actually, like if I think about it, when I told you I saw you when I was like approaching, we were at the same distance. Like we were on opposite ends of the bridge at the same time. So like all of it is really <laughs> peculiar. Yes. Because then like you point out, oh, we're matching. And I just thought like, oh, yeah, we're matching, but not like to the extent of the details yeah Hmm. and does the reflection go beyond the physical i feel like there's a deepening message or just i'm still arriving to the deepening of the understanding that we're discussing into the physical because it's like what does it mean to witness it in a physical reality how does that serve what's the purpose for me it's um what i was describing to you i think yesterday about the separation that exists in things that we don't intend separation to exist in um like when we say oh we must return to the ways of nature that creates a separation between us and nature like just in that statement alone even though the intention isn't to separate but like realizing in that statement it's like in the moment you're realizing that nature is different from you and it's through understanding that we are nature we are one we are all we are everything that we can bridge that divide of separation and i think similar in the physical 3d world you know like if i believe in oneness i believe that you're an extension of me i'm an extension of you like we are one but sometimes the ego or different thought patterns um judgments opinions can create that separation and you can look to somebody else like oh look how they're doing this i don't do it that way and that's a separation but then when you have a concept like us matching from head to toe without speaking about it just showing up and seeing that's like oh wow the oneness is really present mm-hmm. 
Mm, I'm really receiving that. It's really profound. <laughs> it feels like a long time coming because it feels like an extension of what we've been trying to do here, what our intention has been all along in pursuing the mastery of the art of being. Because it's in through that essence of being fully comes that deeper understanding to the connection of the oneness concept and bridging all of those um, divisions that are created from the human standpoint to operate more in a state of oneness and being inspired through our actions, our thoughts, our behaviors from that connection. Yeah, and I feel that there's no coincidence in the timing of things happening. Once we jointly release so much that we were co-creating that didn't feel like the truest form of expression to ourselves we then opened up to this deeper understanding or deeper revelations um, because we weren't distracted by the distractions we created mm -hmm. and that goes into what you were saying too about the judgments and perceiving how someone else does something differently when we're all just extensions of one another um, because now it's more easily able to be recognized in the behaviors of others as simply being an extension of us and expressing that compassion, that grace, whatever is required so that a state of oneness can be returned to in those moments where there seems to be a division. Yeah, because it's easy to say all of these things that we hear circulating in different areas of our lives, like, oh, reflection, we're all a reflection, we're a mirror. What I can see in someone is because it lives in me. But a lot of the times I find we remain surface level with those concepts and we don't really have a connection to what that actually means. And it's through that compassion and gentleness that we can develop the connection so that our hearts are wider and more receptive to what's happening. I love that. <laughs> That was nice, nice moment. Um, what came to mind as you were speaking is all that we've done to arrive to this moment and going a little deeper into that reflection of all of those things that allowed us to now be here in the magic of this moment to the extent that we're experiencing it because it's true, the surface level of these concepts is so pivotal in mainstream media and all these things and we have an intellectual concept of these things but it isn't felt in our essence in our being because of these limitations that have been imposed upon us through illusions delusions and identities that we hold on to that aren't in resonance with our true nature mm -hmm. so like what has it been like you know to get us here i think getting honest and more honest and more honest with the self going through many what are referred to as like the ego depths and even in my own personal life because as we're speaking about this i can reflect on a moment that i actually had earlier today um with branch and yesterday we had a small disagreement about something so like ridiculous honestly about food <laughs> um where it's like, oh, what do you want? And then like an answer, a direct answer isn't being given, so it can become irritating. And in this conversation, I can see that, like even where the ego can step forward in moments like that and feed 
and fuel this idea of like separation and having to not one up each other because I don't see it that way, but it's more so like the stories that can come up is like, oh, I'm not being respected. I'm not like being cared for. And it's like, okay, if I believe that we are one, how am I not respecting myself? How am I not caring for myself or for the person I love for allowing this moment to happen? And that's hard, especially when you're, you know, in relation with anybody and you're so close to people and small things can irritate you, not allowing the irritations of like past things we were taught to step forward and really using the heart to be like, okay, it's not you and me against each other. We're not against anything. We're all together. We're all one. Things can be smooth sailing. But that ego, or what I identify as the ego, can really feed a different narrative. And when I say the honesty is key and pivotal to this, is because I'm a person who knows so many different practices and concepts, but I still fall victim to my ego because it makes me feel good in the moment. Mm -hmm. And that's not necessarily what's going to bring unity for everybody. Those momentary pleasures of feeding the ego and feeling good, like, oh, I'm right, that creates further divide and separation in the oneness. Yeah. And what is actually being received when we give in to the pleasures of the ego? Is there true fulfillment? No, it's momentary. And it's based on illusion of things that we've either seen growing up or we've seen in the media or that we've been told is like right or you know like the concept of right and wrong yeah and feeling like we need to defend ourselves and all of these things that is so it's rooted in fear and falsehood absolutely even the concept of right and wrong mm -hmm. all of the concepts of duality that exists in this human plane um fuel that division and and you said it so beautifully how the moments where the ego could want to lead and be right and being able to recognize that and realizing where can you show up for yourself in a more authentic and honest place to allow that to be the leading factor in how the moment is being experienced for everyone involved. Mm -hmm. It's really profound. I'm like processing it. <laughs> I feel like I'm interviewing you and you're just dropping gems. Oh my God. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this is excellent. You know, I'm stunned a little bit. So what you mentioned about duality, I'm actually reading a book um, called Oneness. And it mentions you only arrive at the space of oneness when you realize the concept of duality isn't real. And when I read that in the book, I had like a mind-blowing moment because it was like, oh, shit. Well, excuse me, um, like, oh, snap. <laughs> We're here in the holy place, too. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, snap. This concept that I have subscribed to, polarity and duality, you know, in, on episodes I have said, in the absence of love, it's fear, and that's not true. There is no opposite of love. And I feel like that further connected me to the concept that I've been integrating in my life surrounding the oneness because that was like an illusion that I removed. There isn't duality. You know, like there isn't such thing as polar opposites. These are things that have been programmed into our mind to aid in us seeing through a separated lens. Mm -hmm. And 
And to make us feel good and whatever it is, is to justify how we feel and perceive things, which aids in the division, instead of seeing how everything is all interconnected, you know, like feeling passionate or ego driven by a point of view or trying to um, prove your point that is fueled by that duality by those polar opposites like okay i stand here you either right there. and wrong yeah mm -hmm. and how much discord has come from that on so many levels you know like on the global and in the micro yeah so it's something that i read recently i believe on social media somewhere or an article i was reading something about the duality and how much of an illusion it is so that's funny because i'm not reading a book but that um, information that I took recently really resonated with me and I've been reflecting on it and seeing how that plays out so that even further explains and highlights the reflections that are taking place and are being yeah. grounded into this um, 3d world to amplify that connection and it's so comforting and warming to realize this in this conversation because it gives me immense hope for what's to come and what already is and I think it's cool because we speak a lot and this isn't something that we've spoken to yeah. <laughs> or spoken about prior to right now. So that's like another freaky thing. It's like, wow, you know, like I'm reading it through the book. You read it. You, we were still exposed to the same thing. And here we are. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it's weird because how did that encounter that we were exposed to this idea um, influence this reflection in this physical way? you know, in us matching in our outfits. I think it's connecting and grounding in that idea of the oneness. Yeah, but... It's really taking the reflection in all to another level. Yeah. For me, it highlights the choices that we make and how interconnected and woven into the present moment. Like, all of these past things, us um, doing all this inner work, all these ego deaths, you reading about oneness, me coming across it in another way. All of those little things have allowed this moment to play out in the way that it is. And it also amplifies that even when things don't seem to be going peaceful or harmonious, how in those moments it amplifies the lessons that are to be received to arrive to now. Yeah, and actually you saying that triggered um, a thought where it's like in those moments that things aren't going harmonious, I have a deeper understanding of why it's so important to continue to hold on to faith and keep your mentality strong because of how easy it is for the illusion of separateness and separation to creep in and fear to creep in. And so you just need a little opening and then it's like such a dark cloud can really come and cloud your vision and judgment. And that like was a deeper understanding for me like practicing and like coming to the idea of the oneness how there is so much um at play or promoted to disconnect us from the oneness yeah and i think it's important to recognize that there are darker forces out there that are so determined in their agenda so it's to further say how important it is to be conscious in every moment and self-aware and honest and willing to invite the heart to open up more in every moment because it's true it really doesn't take much for a narrative to start and yeah. where do those things come from 
you know? Yeah, because as you're saying that, I'm, like, repeating to my mind, like, it's not about it being light and dark because it's all one. Um, but mm. I feel that there's, like, a falsehood in that. You know, the power of the oneness and the power of divine source energy of God, of creator, it's so powerful. And I think that there are forces interjecting, like, false light, falsehoods, fear, all kinds of different things. Um, but it's hard to understand it in the sense of if we're all one, how is that a part of it? Mm -hmm. Because I know like within the self, there's your shadow and your light body. And that's, we're all one, like we're one of that within the individual. And that can be applied on a grander um, concept. But really like, how does that apply yeah because it's still having like a good and a bad it's still opposite sides mm -hmm. so it's like do i just not believe in that at all and in that it actually makes me feel comfort inside like no it's not true like these conspiracies that's part of the separation agenda but it's something i hold on to because it's been a big part of my identity or like my interest for my life you know since i yeah. since the world trade center happened i believe that was like the first time i was exposed to conspiracy and i was nine years old um so that's something really fascinating because i wonder if it's just part of this plane of existence in this human world and connecting to the oneness is connecting to the essence in which we come from and that um, allows us to exist in our spirit that oneness um, essence that we all derive from and like how to integrate those two things because because we're still in this physical you know like tangible like how can we collapse the separation in that way to just be in harmony in all moments with everyone and everything for me personally like I can answer what that would look like for me and it's like through this conversation that it's becoming clearer is not subscribing to the conspiracies not subscribing to this agenda of people trying to keep us out of our power not subscribing to all the different things i mm. subscribe to that i'm used to and all because i'm used to it doesn't make it truth all because it like sparks an interest or curiosity within me doesn't make it true and just releasing that and really subscribing to the oneness, to source energy, creator being in everything, everyone. And that's all I care about. Let's go into that because I feel that first surfaced in a way that I can measure it when we had Gary Greenfield last on. We had this agenda, these questions outlined for him, for him to go into these conspiracies, these theories that we hold about what's happening in life. And the whole conversation, you know, it was a divine intervention that came through, and I feel it really aided in us arriving to this conversation, where it shifted from, oh, what, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And mm -hmm. it's like, let's actually refocus our attention to what actually matters. Yeah, and I can say, um, during this past week, a lot of conspiracies have been surfacing on social media. Project Blue, Ble uh, Blue Beam, especially because of all the things in the media about UFO sightings or what the government is up to. Yeah. And I had no interest. It was really weird because usually I'm all over that. 
I had no interest to read the different things. Um, I had shared it with my mom when she was over my house. And then afterwards, I was like, why did I even share that? Like, I'm contributing to this narrative and to this energy that's being woven. And it's only being woven because each of us are making a choice to contribute to weaving it. If we decided it's not real and we're not going to speak about it, it goes away. It literally goes back to the quantum, you know, like all these atoms existing and it's only when we focus on it that we give it form and shape. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing with absolutely everything. Mm -hmm. And that's like the basis from the scientific lens of how anything is created in this realm. Yeah. Like you're only real in front of me because I'm choosing to see you as whole. Yeah. If I defocus and choose to like not see you, you're not going to be there. Yeah. So that's so powerful because it's really what we focus on is what grows and there's a lot of power in that because it really puts the power in our hands to live in the world that we desire. Yeah, but taking it back to what you said about it being like an experience here on the earthly plane in this 3D realm, like maybe that is the purpose to arrive, you know, with a deeper connection to the oneness. You leave here um, being able to decipher and use discernment more. Who knows? Like, I don't know. But I, I don't even have the curiosity in me to wonder or ask why. Like, I just want to feed my faith. I just really want to fuel my connection to God through prayer, through blessings, through everything. And it's something I've been making a really conscious effort about. Every time I eat, I'm praying over my food now. There are times that I don't, and then I'll be like midway through my food, and I'm like, oh, gotta go back to praying. Um, but praying when I wake up, praying before bed, praying several times throughout the day, and not in a praying method that is fear based or asking for things, but more so just developing a stronger connection. Yeah. Like a conversation. Yeah. That's what the coursework that we're doing this week is all about. Um, and it's really cool the alignment. Yeah, when I read it last week, Sunday, I was like, wow, this timing couldn't be, like, timelier. Yeah, it's impeccable, honestly. And it's all of those little things, all of those little synchronicities that really help us build our faith. You know, it's like we're not here alone. We are being conceived and are falling out, you know, like the dialogue is to those streets. Yeah, and it's important because as humans... You know, like Gary Greenfield had shed that perspective in terms of God becoming Jesus in the flesh so that humans could conceptualize that because God is such a grand concept. How or who could ever believe in it without seeing? Um, and that's something that I feel we have been programmed to believe that we need validation or we need things to occur here on the physical realm so that we can have more faith or like really accept our faith. Mm -hmm. um, and I want to move away from that. Like, I'm so grateful for the synchronicities because they do fuel me to keep going, and I'm grateful for the affirmations and the signs that come through in different ways. But I want to get to the point that, like, I believe because I believe, mm -hmm. not because I'm seeing magical angel numbers or because I'm seeing something. It's that my faith is so unwavering and unshakable just because, like, I have that conversation and connection to God. Yeah, it's just from I believe in God to I know God. Yeah, and I remember you shared that recently. Mm -hmm. um, 
And that was like pivotal too in the understanding or understanding of what that relationship to God is. It's not such so much a belief, but it's an actualization. Yes, that is so powerful because when that connection is present in all moments, there's a deeper faith in, in navigating those experiences that can feel like disharmonious or troublesome. When we have that anchored in our being, we're able to let that guide us and, and ask, like, what is this moment asking of us mm-hmm. and being a servant to that? Yeah, and I think of a conversation that we were both a part of that somebody was sharing a challenge and all I kept saying was give it to God. And I meant that from the bottom of my soul. I meant that. Um, But it can be very triggering and trying even for myself to practice it. Like if I'm going through something and I'm like, God, you know, just lead me. Um, Having that faith, it can be like, what am I believing in? Mm -hmm. But it's through that that once you actually give it to God and see God work his miracle, that you're like, okay, this feels good. Like, I could rock with this. Yeah. I want more of this. Yeah. And it becomes seamless. But it's not something we're used to. Mm-hmm. We're used to having to, like, work hard, grind hard, fight, um, uphill battles yeah. to get what we want. And it's not Push like that. Yeah. That. No. Yeah. That's not the way of God. Yeah. It's simply not. It's truly not. You know, like, the trees, it goes months without rain and it's just like we're gonna trust the timing of everything mm-hmm. and when god is at the base the foundation of any relationship that we have here then it makes things have more depth more meaning more understanding you know when yeah. there's disputes or whatever amongst people but at the root of, of whatever the dynamic is is god we're able to see clearer, release the illusions, release the evil agenda. There's a show on Hulu that I was watching called Secrets and Sisterhood. There's like a lot of drama um, and they fight, but I thought it was admirable that when they do fight and then they reunite, one of them says like glory to God, something in that sense. I for- It's a Muslim word that they use, but it means like thanks to God um, for allowing the reunited forced to come forward instead of that separation and that was something i i took away too in that like yeah we're humans we are gonna stumble and we are gonna do things that maybe upset others maybe upset ourselves but as long as we don't allow that upset feeling to be the leading factor now we make decisions from that lens everything will be okay you know like it's really just turn inwards turn towards your faith and allow your faith to make the decisions not the emotional response that you're so used to giving thank you for listening continue flowing in your own space by simply being if this resonated with you and you feel called please be sure to follow us like and share until next time wherever you go give yourself space, space to, to flow, flow. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being here with us. We're really grateful to have you here. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love to hear from you in the comment section on YouTube if that's where you're watching. And if you're listening to this episode on a platform that has a comment section, we would love to hear from you there. 
Um, like you could leave a rating and a review. Yeah, on Apple Podcasts. You can leave a rating on Spotify. And we hope you're well. Thanks for being here. Love you. Love you. Love you.